Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hey there, friends. As we close out this year, everyone loves to talk about goal setting. And I myself really love goal setting and working through that and creating an action plan. But I remember back a few years ago when goal setting was really intimidating for me because I had no idea what I wanted. I was in this place where medicine wasn't making me quite as happy as I wanted it to because of my self-doubt. And I was kind of lacking the confidence to listen to my own gut and to realize that I did have all the answers within myself. So I was at this place where goal setting felt like I didn't want to commit to anything because what if it was wrong? And that's where I was able to create this really amazing system for goal setting throughout all of my years of trying to set goals in different ways. So I do have a downloadable PDF workbook for you if you're a pencil and paper kind of person like me. And you can get that by clicking the uh, link in the show notes page or the episode details. So the first step when we're goal setting is you need to find a goal. And the best way to do that when you're in this place of my life isn't working for me right now, and I'm not quite sure what is going to make it work, then the best thing to do is to go through a life wheel. And what that is, it's basically a circle. It looks like a wheel and it talks about all the different aspects of your life. And you go through and you rate them based on Um, where you think you are today. So these different aspects include health, family, relationships, finances, fun, spirituality, profession, that kind of thing. And when you look at all the different aspects of your life and you rate them, you know, on a scale of one to 10 or whatever, then you can realize the areas of your life and pinpoint those areas that maybe aren't where up to where you want them to be. And that's how you can hone in on the type of goal that you should have for this next coming year or whatever frame of time that you're working with. So once you've done that and you can focus on one or two areas of your life, then you're going to ask yourself, what is the ideal? What is the ideal situation for me? So for me, when it came to my job, the ideal situation was that I was confident in what I was doing and I was fulfilled. And I didn't really know how to get there, but it didn't matter because the question, remember, is what is the ideal? Our brains love to get stuck on the how about something. And if we don't know the how right away, then we assume that it's impossible for us and we shouldn't have the ideal be the ideal. So I don't want you to worry about whether or not you think it's within the realm of possibility. I just want you to think about if anything were possible, what would the ideal life look like. And once you've done that, then I want you to bring in things that really seem impossible. So even in a world of all things being possible, what still seems impossible that you want? And the reason why we do this first step and and allow ourselves to do the daydreaming is because we want to really allow our brains to tell us what we really want underneath all the conditioning of medicine and society and what our families have wanted for us. And when I started doing this, I realized that I don't know if I was really the one who wanted to become a doctor. And that was a really scary place for me to be. I was questioning 
why did I even want to go to medical school? And I was feeling like maybe it was because just to prove other people wrong or to prove that I could do it. And I had to come to terms with that. And what I was able to realize when I admitted those things to myself and when I was able to question myself but not judge myself, then I got to a deeper level of understanding of who I am and what got me here. But even more than that was who I wanted to be in the future. So I'm still a doctor now. And I realized that I it all everything happened exactly as it should have. I was I'm supposed to be a doctor in some capacity and what that looks like in the future I'm not sure but I'm allowing all of those questions to just ex- exist in my periphery right now. So the next step once you've r- written down all the impossibilities is to identify the roadblocks because what you're it's what's going to happen is immediately when you allow yourself to dream your brain is going to offer you this is usually the left hemisphere of the brain, is going to offer you all of the reasons why you cannot have those things. You have debt to pay off. You have a family. You're not supposed to live like that. You have to pay your dues. It's too hard. You don't know how to do it. All of these things. And that's all normal. And these roadblocks are only there because your brain likes to be comfortable and it's scared of the unknown. And what's comfortable right now is what's familiar. And even if what's familiar sucks and it's not making you happy, it's the brain doesn't care so much about your discomfort and your misery. It cares that you're safe and you're not going to die. So one thing it does know is that when you wake up tomorrow and you feel like this sense of dread and you don't want to go to work and you know that there's more out there for you, um, it doesn't worry so much about that because underneath all of that, you still feel safe. So when the objectives to your dreams come about, that all feels very unsafe and your brain's not quite sure that you might not die or that you might not be humiliated or rejected. So of course, objections are going to come up. So write them all down without getting bogged down by them. And that's very, very huge part of this step. Once you have the list of roadblocks or objections or obstacles, that's basically the steps that you need to follow in order to achieve your dreams. So for example, if I have a dream or a goal of becoming a coach, this was my goal last year. um, And I was fighting it for a long time. My brain was like, you don't want to become a coach. That's lame. Um, there's too many coaches, all of these things, right? But it was still on my heart to become a coach. So I made it a goal. And then all of the obstacles came up. There's too many coaches. It's how I have to get trained, all of these things. And then number one, objection, too many coaches. Yes, but there's no one like me. And there's a lot of doctors, but there's still more doctors to be trained. So that made me feel pretty confident that objection was easy to overcome. The other thing was I wanted to get trained. Okay, decide where to get trained, right? Recognize that I didn't have to be certified, but I wanted to be. And when we realize that this list of objections that our brain offers us is really just the path, then we start to feel empowered to take action on our dreams. The final step in the goal setting is what I call chunking. And you've probably heard me talk about this if you've been in my circle for any length of time, but chunking is where we take our one-year goal 
and we chunk it down to more actionable and relatable steps. So if I have a one-year goal of writing a book, this is an example that's really easy to follow. If I have an example of writing a book at the end of a year, then what goals do I need to have in six months? So if my goal is writing a book in a year, in six months, I need to have a rough draft. I need to know where I'm going to publish it. I need to have some people proofreading it. And I probably need to be working on the cover art, right? Great. So if those are my six month goals, then I work backwards to three months. Okay. So in three months, I need to be finalizing my rough draft and starting to Google or research different ways to publish the book. Great. Three month goals in. So if those are my three month goals, what are my goals for today? Okay. So if I need to start my be finishing my rough draft in three months, then today I need to do an outline. And today I need to think about different things I want to write about. So do you see that when you're setting goals, writing a book to your brain sounds impossible, but creating an outline for a book sounds relatively easy to do. So when you have a goal and you chunk it and you work backwards, then big goals become actionable steps you take every single day. So the next thing you're going to do is you want to identify what is the next step you can take and then give yourself time and date to complete it. And then remind yourself of why, why you want to do it, why you want to complete it, all of those things. So before we end today, if you are in a place where you're feeling like, like I mentioned at the beginning, like I know that I want more, I just don't know what that looks like for me, then you might be someone who who belongs in my mastermind in 2022. So my unconventional professionals mastermind is a 12 month mastermind. And it's for professionals really probably best suited for physicians. Um, But if you're a physician, but if you're not a physician, and you identify as unconventional professional, then just email me and we can talk about whether or not you'd be a good fit. So you are in this place of medicine isn't everything for me anymore. And I feel a little bit guilty about that, but I'm starting to step into the fact that there's more out there that I should be doing. So this mastermind is going to give you a container of a safe container where you are going to live your life based on what you want. You are going to be around a group of people who are going to listen to your dreams and your goals that maybe your peers would think are crazy and you're going to feel totally supported and excited about achieving those goals. So the first thing that comes with a mastermind is the collaboration. So I don't know if you're not familiar with the term mastermind, essentially it's a group of people coming together who all want growth and contribution. So they're in a place where they They know that there's something more out there and they're working it out, but they're willing to put in the discomfort to make it happen. And they're excited about learning from other people, but also teaching other people based on what they know. And the best, most magical things about masterminds is that we all have gifts, but so many of us are so are blind to what our gifts are. And when you come into a mastermind, your gifts become exposed. Everybody else sees your gifts so clearly, and then you get to learn what they are and give them out 
to help other people. It's such a magical experience. So you're going to come into this mastermind for 12 months. We're going to collaborate. We're going to dream big, think outside the box. We're going to take massive action. It's not only a jump start, but it's going to be a working mastermind. We're going to put in the work. We're going to get over some limiting beliefs. We're going to work through our collective human fear of uncertainty and the unknown. And there's going to be an opportunity to really step into your power. And when you embrace the fact that you are unconventional, that is the door to freedom. And I can tell you that because that's where I'm at now. When I have invited in everything about me that's not normal, quote unquote, and that's more unconventional, like how I want to be a doctor, the the ways I want to work, how much I want to have fun, that I want to travel, that I'm going to, I want to get into real estate, that I'm already putting my house on Airbnb. All of these things make me some someone who's not doing what the normal doctor is doing. And if you have any inkling about this, you want to write a book, you want to make music, you want to create a clinic in a third world country, whatever it is, you belong in a mastermind like this. Because we're going to come together and we're going to get the work done, but we're not going to hustle anymore. And I want to be really clear about this. You are going to recognize that your value is not directly related to the hours you work or the RVUs you produce. It is completely uncoupled from that. And when you are in a room of other people who recognize their value and yours, you become unstoppable. So check out my mastermind. We'll begin January 15th, and it's going to include a variety of things. I can't talk about everything that includes here, but it also is going to include a a live component as well. So check that out at consciousinmedicine.com forward slash mastermind, or click the link in the episode details. Have a wonderful week.